Well, it's a chimp chomp. What day is it? It's Tuesday, Matt. New Year's Day Eve, and I'm chewing on my friend Steve. He's got a real tasty foot. It's covered in barbecue soot. I sold him on a Wednesday just to buy him on a Thursday, and I bought him for half the price. Ain't 1919 nice? What decade? What decade is it right now? Mm-hmm. The 2010s, man. And what century? 20th, 21st century. What's it about to be? It'd be the 2020s. We're headed towards the Barbara Walters time. This is Pistol Shrimps Radio. My name's Matt Gorley. And I'm Mark McConville. You're listening to the last podcast of the decade. Ever. Of anyone. We're going to... Matt, let's put this out at 1159... Well, I we guess should. Greenwich Mean Time, though. Or do you put it out 11.59 Fiji time? Is Fiji the last time zone? Whatever the last time zone is. Is it Hawaii? Or, yeah, maybe it's Japan. I don't, we'll figure it out. We'll look it up. Yeah. Mm. How's that bar? Pretty good. It wouldn't be a Pistol Shrimps Radio episode without Matt trying to eat some food. I'm a different person on this podcast. Some say my truest self. Wait, what does that mean you don't eat food when you're not on this podcast? No, but I have different modes of behavior for different podcasts. You uh-huh. know, like I think I um react to my partner more. Oh, is know? that right? Yeah. So you make me feel like my truest self. You make me feel like dancing, I want to dance the night away. You make me feel like a natural woman. It's New Year's Eve. Are you gonna be dancing or feeling up a natural woman at any point? <laughs> Jesus, Mark, I don't dance. <laughs> well, I guess we know what you'll be up to. Mm, no. Um, man, and I'm probably staying in tonight. Yeah. This is my last chew, I swear. I don't care. I don't think the listeners care. Most people love hearing people eat food in <laughs> I audio certainly form. Don't. Uh, I don't know if uh, me and the Mishka will be out. Christina and I might stay in, too. I don't know. Every other year, we tend to stay in and make food, fall asleep before the new year, wake up to a new year. It's like Santa brought a new year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to believe in the guy for him to bring the new year. He just does it. Yeah. It's like Christ works in you, whether you believe in him or not. Well, look, the reason we're here is that we thought it might be fun to do an end of the year, end of the decade Pistol Shrimps Radio mailbag episode. How was your Christmas, Mark? My Christmas? My Christmas was real good. Yeah. Just me and the wife up at a little coastal hotel in the California coast looking for otters. Turns out they're not up there. We're too far north. Oh, really? Otters don't really go anywhere north of Monterey. Hmm. It's a shame because they used to be from Baja to Russia. Really? Yeah. And is it climate change? Otter hound. No, it's otters, furriers killed them all off. They were an endangered species and now they're just coming back. Wow. What about you guys? So were you otter hunting? I was otter spotting. You're a furrier? I was spotting. I just look, I don't touch. Oh, it's great. You know, I love Christmas more than anything. Is it your number one day? (laughs) You know what? The lead up to Christmas is my number one day. So to Christmas morning is my number one day. And then right around noon, it starts to become a lot of work because we got to travel to both of our families. You're doing a lot of family biz. A lot of Christmas driving. Boy, we FaceTimed with my family for a little while. Mm. That's a full house. A lot of little kids running around. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year we'll we'll be up there. An otter bean? Yeah, otter bean. Otter bean Canada. <laughs> well, look, Matt, I want you to guess how many 
really what inspired this whole thing is that I went to the P.O. box because I was at the I was at the post office and I thought I'll check the old P.O. box even though I bet nothing's in there and look what this is. It's what? addressed to Pisotol Shrimps Radio. Pisotol Shrimps Radio. Oh, look who's here already. Hi, someone left me a keech under the mock. Yes, I left a key under the mat in case I got your text message and I you said leave leave a key. So I did and you just you're already here. Yeah, I excuse me, I have a barch. You have a barch? I eat a, a barch. A lot of barch. You ate a lot of bark. You were eating a tree? <coughs> no. I have a Lara Barch. Oh, a Lara Bar. Yeah. Aren't Use those... promo coach Larcha Barch. Aren't those for ladies? Is that a ladies bar or is that the Luna Bar? There isn't there a bar that's for ladies? <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway. Bye, Kubich. <laughs> Bye. I got the ghost. I got a. I did get this for Christmas. I'm like a. I'm like a New York street thug with this little is knife. Is that a Best Made knife? This It did come from Best Made, but this is a Mercator K55K. Oh. These were German knives from World War II, and all the Americans brought them home. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's a real... But then in New York, they were used in the... And it has an otter thugs. on it. It has, a, it has a black cat on it. Oh. Hey, do you get the Best Made emails? Yeah, all the time. Do you? I... Did you My, see that they have recommendations for articles and podcasts? No, what? And they they recommended Conan O'Brien needs a friend. They did? Yeah. On the best made emails? I believe so. Maybe I don't I forgot how to read. <laughs> I just like the pictures. Matt, this is a little word of the day calendar from the people at the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Oh. Isn't that nice? Yeah. They sent us one last year and I just left it in the box in my house. So this one, I think we you can you can see if you have better luck with it. Okay, toss it to me. We're across Word the room. Word of the day calendar. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Matt's opening this sucker up. Yeah. Well, it's not time yet, though, right? There's no word today. Well, we can get a sneak preview for tomorrow. For tomorrow. What's tomorrow's word of the day? Propitious. Okay. This word is from a word that went from Latin to English. Favorable or containing a good omen. Well, the um, marshmallow sauce that was left on my mailbox porch was propitious. Great job. Propitious. But you don't have to spell it? Oh, yeah, but that after dark. Yeah, because if you just look at the calendar, you could just read the letters, and that's how you know how to spell it. I do a spell tease. All right. How many emails do you think we got? Just... I'll say... 40. 93. Holy shit. How can we get through all these? You think we can? You want to just go for it? I don't know if I have that kind of time. <laughs> Let's just see what we can get. Well, maybe we could do a second parter to this. I'm Be- going to try to just crank through them. Okay. Well, some of them are just, hey guys, miss you. But I do would like to say that last time we did this and we got that wonderfully sweet and very touching, very touching email. Yeah. From Dustin Kreft. Yeah. And I just want a special shout out to him because that was a special exchange. And now we'll start. We did talk to him for a while. We did, yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Ready. Robert Crowell wants to know if you attempted or completed the New York Times super mega crossword puzzle that was published December 15th. 
I didn't even know about it. I didn't either. I'm off social media, but I get the digital New York Times, but that's not on there. Do you get the... I just bought myself the New York Digital Crossword subscription for Christmas. I still I thought, like the hard copy. I do too, but I yeah. thought, ah, oh, I'll give it a try. Yeah. Anyway, so the answer, Robert, is no. But I have been doing Sudokus a lot lately. A lot of Sudokus? Yeah, for some reason I've been shifting to that for a bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to get back into crosswords. It feels like it flexes a nice part of my brain. Same. Jake Basner wants to know, has this podcast led to any other uh, interest in basketball? No. Pro, college, etc. Just my wife's team. Yeah. I'm not a big basketball fan though i do like the clippers but then they got really good they, they're like the best one of the best teams around and i care less somehow god i mean charles barkley was on conan's podcast it hasn't come out yet it may be out by the time this comes out yeah and it's one of my favorite episodes because he is incredibly funny yeah he seems so like there's that a great interview yeah he played basketball right he sure did okay and golf oh anyway wesley mcandrew wants to know if later Lesser and Lamer doesn't become its own podcast, he'd love to hear some more riffing on 90s Springsteen and 80s Dylan. Who else had a down decade that isn't actually that bad? Most of the time. That's 90s Dylan. Yeah, that might be 2000s Dylan. You think? Could be. Hmm. Yeah, might look, be. like anybody that lasts that long is going to have weird decades later lesser and lamer was a podcast idea we talked about on pistol shrimps radio where we dive deep into the shallow waters of great artists later right lesser and lamer work and i started trying to mentally flesh out what that'd be maybe i would say i think led zeppelin's physical graffiti is the peak of robert plant's power and then matt can respond with some kind of 29 palms yeah and it is some kind of canoe rock <laughs> that you can just listen to. Oh, that's a genre I'm into. Except, Canoe rock? Yeah, no no ukuleles, though. But I don't know who's... Yeah. Unless it's George Harrison. You're not going to shit on George Harrison, is what you're saying? I wouldn't say his ukulele period was his best period. Oh, sure. But I love George Harrison through and through. Yeah, this this is a flame that might flare up a little more in the future. As a full podcast? Maybe. But we have another idea for a podcast sure that we've been talking about. Maybe some more will come out as this podcast itself unfolds. That's right. Well, let's hear from Jeremy Bryson, who says, I really hope you guys call it Shrimpsmiss. Like, ho, 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 Merry Shrimpsmiss, everybody. We will now. Yeah. We will now. Merry Shrimpsmiss. My brother had a little speech impediment when he was younger. He'd go, Merry Kithmiss. Yeah. And you're a goo. Like you're a girl. Those are two different speech impediments. And we would watch TV in the living loom and <laughs> eat show lil instead of cereal. Yo, goo! This person is T Daughters and wants to know, uh, I've often dreamed of you guys doing an LA Dragons Australian Football League game without knowing anything about the sports to see if you could figure out the rules. I don't know that we ever figured out the rules of basketball. No, I sure didn't. Yeah. But I would do, I actually have watched Australian rules football. It's interesting. I have not. It's do weird. you know about... Is it futsal? The little turbo five-on-five five soccer game? No. In It's like played on a tennis court size oh, thing? Oh, maybe, yeah. Futsal? Think... Futsal? What? I don't remember. But that, I kind of want to play. I'm so out of shape, though. Oh, boy. Tell me about it. Put me in, coach, for one minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then tag me out. Yeah, and then maybe at the end I could do like a minute when everyone else is tired. After the game buzzer's gone. Yeah. This is a this is a John Thomas Mason. I recognize this name. Yeah. 
uh, where did we land on the greatest song of the 20th century? Here are your choices. Sultans of Swing, <laughs> In a Big Country, or Down Easter Alexa? No 29 Palms, huh? No. Of those choices, it's Sultans of Swing. I don't think there's any uh, question. I got to go Big Country. Because I, I truly love that song. I truly love Dire Straits, but I don't love Sultans of Swing. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that a little bit. And I love Down Easter Alexa, but I love In a Big Country just as much, and I think that production-wise has a little more cred. And is that their only hit? Well, they had Fields of Fire. Would you call them a two-hit wonder? This came up with my wife. We were talking about there's plenty of one-hit wonders. Are there any two-hit wonders? There probably are. Look, um, we uh-huh. don't have time. Uh-huh. No, because they had more than they had three I could name at least. You can name three aha uh-huh songs? Sure I can. What Take are Take On Me, uh-huh. The Sun Only Shines on TV, and Living Daylights. You got some flashing going on on that computer right oh, there. Oh, it's man. all right. Is that okay? Not like sex flashing listeners. Like there's What do you just, mean by sex like flashing? He, I, they, they heard that and thought my computer's wearing a raincoat and opened it. That's what I saw. Oh. Anyway. This person, Takura McCullough, just says, No question, just want you to know I miss your regular presence in my ears. Happy holidays and happy new year. Oh, well, we miss you too. I have been thinking about how much I miss not just this podcast in you, Mark, but the family of listeners that it created. That's why I think if we do do this podcast coming up, which is a, we've been calling it a spiritual sequel to Pistol Shrimps Radio. Same idiocy, different outfits. I think it would be the same listener family. Probably. It's not sports related, but it's real tonally related, I think. (laughs) Would you say? Yeah, I would agree with that. Is there, I'm curious to, and we're, we're struggling to know if we just, do we do this along with a Patreon, take it, probably take it independent, I think. Yeah, I think we'd have would, to. Would that be something that listeners would be interested in? It's not like the whole thing would be behind a Patreon wall, but there would be that version of it too. Let us know, and that that will help us decide too. I yeah, think. we're we like doing stuff. Yeah, together. Brandon G- Gasowski wants to know, does Kubitsch wear boxers or briefs? My kind of boxers are the briefs. Your kind of boxers are the briefs. I wear brief boxers, not boxer breeches. Brief a boxer when means they show up and go watch. <laughs> and then I go commando. Okay. Hello, the computer flashes. <laughs> well, I hope that answers your question, Brandon. Shane Parker. Oh, this is a long one. Matt, stall for me. I got to scan this email. Well, there are bells, silver and bells. How many caverns can William tell? All right. As this decade flower slowly withers away, I sits upon me throne and shivers today. For all spoonerisms, refs, socks, and laughs will now be left, alas, in the past. True friends to my ears, you two really have been. And this, your boogie, hopes perhaps it may not be the end. So ponytail ref, leechman's knotflers, and more, let's raise a glass and toast these shrimps as we walk out the door. I've been listening to you guys for years now through your numerous podcasts. They all mean a ton to me. I've moved across the country three times for work since Pistol Shrimp started. Oh, boy. And your lunacy has been a constant companion for the road trips. I want to thank you. My life is a bit of a dog turd mess right now. I'm going through a divorce. Oh, buddy. Oh, no. I'm, uh, 
So these silly podcasts really mean the world to me right now, and it's you are a great comfort knowing I can always find a, a smile by listening to two great friends have fun together. Thanks for everything. Love you, boogies. Ken Griffey Jr. What's his real name? He didn't want to say. He said he got a little pers- more personal than he wanted to. Oh, well, Ken, let me just say this. That means a lot because, A, I certainly had things I've listened to that have helped me some rough times. B, why you've chosen us for that, I I question. But the fact that you have I know why to- you choose us. It requires almost no thinking and very little emotion. <laughs> But I'm sorry. When those reserves are tapped, you come to us. <laughs> I'm very sorry to hear that you're going through a hard time, and we all have, and you will come out the other end. And I, I swear, I like that people reach out to us to let us know that. That somehow... It makes it all worth it. Well, buddy. it just makes me feel like... The fact that they're listening for more than frivolity, that it's that it's like, oh, this gives a little comfort, makes it feel somehow not self-important, but nice that we're... We're, that this is being taken that way, and that I I truly hope they're they're well. I've been really sentimental lately. Oh yeah. So to hear that kind of thing, I can't tell you how sincere I am to say that I hope you're doing okay, and Dustin, you as well, and anybody else who might be going through some things. Now, Mark, yeah. you're checking your watch. I had to. My the thing went off. I have a thing. Uh, <laughs> no, I anything that I do that is a salve to the soul yeah. or a tonic to the spirit of any kind. Yeah. Boy, that is that's that is beautiful. I don't know what's going on with me lately. Amanda f- picked up the cat and had her mime putting an ornament on the Christmas tree and I just broke down. <laughs> that was like distilled the two things that I love the most next to you. You're my number one. Oh, boogie. Bigger than my wife. Um, Me what? Yeah. She's <laughs> right in the other room. Oh, well, yeah. This is this podcast has a live feed throughout the house, closed circuit live feed, like a radio station. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Congrats on surviving the decade. Thank you for the hours of entertainment, Matt. I know you're not a sports guy, but what uh, what if you could create your own sports franchise for fun? What would the mascot be? What sport? Well, Jersey, I- uniform, colors, city, fictional oh or real? God. Would there would there be rivals? I can tell you that I do love a sport, and it's handball, but like grade school handball. And there was a long period in Long Beach where we had a little mini league, like an independent f- yeah. group of friends, but I made trading cards, and it is on my list to start that up again this year. Well, you can do a handball league. Well, like play handball once a week with friends because it is a cardio workout. And it's not that like Olympic bullshit handball with the little ball. This is like a big red bouncing ball this is playground ham but there's some serious rules and that i love that so much you get such a workout and i think the mascot would be harvey wallbanger okay and the team colors bourbon colored got it just a real brown yeah a couple of tans real in brown there. the team colors are real brown <laughs> so brown and real brown <laughs> okay let's go to our next email you and Cloris leachman giving jobs and things at rhubarb shack me and Delroy Lindo doing cribble bags at Ole's Ghost. Good. Matt, this is from Craig. If you had to choose one player, who would you guess is the all-time leading scorer? I'm guessing that's... First of all, is this my uncle, Craig? Is he from Baltimore? No, he's from Chula Vista. Yeah, then it's a different Craig. I mean, Jesse Thomas Jesse is Thomas, probably the it's all, gotta be. Of, of the Pistol Shrimps? Or ever. Then I'd say... 
Jesus H. Christ. The basketball heist. Craig Durland wants to know, what do you think Chewbacca's son Lumpy from the Star Wars Christmas special did with his life? <laughs> he became a used Wookiee salesman. <laughs> so like a slave trader? Yeah. He like <laughs> Well, Wookiees are slaves. Yeah, I the know. The Empire enslaved him, and he turned like Vichy France oh, and worked no. for the Empire. I don't no, like this that is true. This is Lumpy. This is on Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's turned into like a collaborator. Do you know my Wikipedia story? What? I was driving home from somewhere, probably from Long Beach to LA. Yeah. And Wikipedia came into my head and I thought, I'm going to make a billion dollars. This is the greatest idea. Wait, when was this? You didn't even know about it? I didn't know about it. And I wrote it down on a piece of paper at a stoplight and I was all excited. I'm going to get home. I'm going to register that. And it was a fully fleshed out Star Wars website. Yeah. When did, when would you say you thought of this? Maybe a decade ago. Yeah. You're like, I was so, way oh my right. God. Jesus. Um, this is from Rachel. Hi, my boogies. My question for the podcast is how are you guys doing? Oh. I think we kind of went over that with your sentimentality. Yeah. I think I'm going season. through some kind of midlife thing. Yeah. I'm sure ready for a new year. I need to kind of take a reset on this last year. I've never had this feeling before. It was, I'm ready for a new year in that 2019, I'm ready to move past, but I'm worried about 2020, so I don't know whether to cut my losses and stick with 2019 and freezing time, or go into the year. Yeah. And I didn't have a horrible year, I just, I don't know what my brain's doing. (laughs) My heart and brain aren't syncing their schedules. They're not, they don't have a shared calendar, they're not coordinating. Gotcha. One of them's going, I'm feeling pretty good today, and the other's going, Hold up there, buddy. Yeah. I've got, got couple, some news for you. You have some appointments that you got to get to. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I guess I'm doing all right. I just need I need more stuff to do, I think. I need more, I need to take on more in the new year. Take on more. Take on more. This is just Sarah saying, this is what I'm talking about, Matt. There's some emails in here that are just, don't have a question. Just wanted to thank you all for the joy <sighs> you brought me via this podcast. This is why I miss this podcast. Thank I you truly do miss the family. Yeah. yeah. We miss you guys. Oh, Did I mention I'm a sentimental mess? Matt, let's, this is, sentimental, let's get off sentimental. Mess. Yes. Eric wants to know which holiday snacks, hot chocolate, peppermint, etc., are the best, and which ones are total horse shit. All the best from the Mountain West, Eric C. This is holiday snacks. Very serious for me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, almond roca, you can't beat. I consider that a holiday snack. I know it's year-round. That's but, a year-rounder for me. But you tend to get them as gifts. They're wrapped in gold foil. They look very Christmassy. True. They look a bit like mm, a raccoon turd. Um, not without the stripes. But a gold-plated ra- gold raccoon, raccoon turd. turd. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I'll tell you this. I finally battened down the hatches and made a lifelong dream. And I had this on my list since the beginning of the year to do. I made Buttermilk 2000. Now, if you don't know the story, when Matt was a boy, he thought Buttermilk was butterscotch milk in the way that chocolate milk is actually chocolate milk. Yeah. But Buttermilk is a thick, goopy... Bitter mess. And my mom let me try it. it Kind of like, here's your cigars in the closet. Yeah. You insisted that this yeah. must be butterscotch milk. But then I had a dream around the late 90s or something that I invented something called Buttermilk 2000, which was a huge success. It was like butterscotch milk. There were slogans like, the future of milk is now, and this is not your grandfather's buttermilk. And I had become like the only... The buttermilk baron 
of like the remember future. that guy was famous for starting Girls Gone Wild. Like I was, I that, don't see how this tracks. I but was go that on. for Milk. How's that? Guy I was doing like the. Now, do you e- <laughs> I was the Elon Musk of Milk. Okay. So I bought a bunch of ingredients yeah. and started messing around with it. Recently. I, yeah. Yeah. And I took it over to a small get together. And it's funny. It split 100% gender lines. The boys liked it and the girls did not like oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just like Star Wars. No, my wife liked Star Wars. No, we haven't even talked about Star that. Wars. I know. Yeah. I think we're going to get to it because people figured. did think. I, I would say for me, a holiday snack that I like. Yeah. There's a local dairy here in Southern California called Brugere's and they make eggnog. Oh, buddy. You just yeah. stir a little brandy into oh, it. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. A little fresh nutmeg on top. That is a liquid snack right mm. there. Amanda's um, real strange nanny that got fired and refused to leave from, <laughs> from when she was a kid and still lives with her parents even though they have 100% grown children. What's the guy who did the Missing Richard Simmons podcast? Dan Taberski? Yeah, he should He should just this. do it. He really yeah. should do a podcast about this very thing. Her name is Keiko and she makes something called Keiko cookies that are those like like peanut butter things with a Hershey's kiss in them. They yeah. look like a Turkish hat. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty good. I like those too. Really, there's not a there's not a Christmas snack I'm afraid of. Oh no, me either. I don't think there's anything that I'm gonna say no thanks. That's what's so great fruit about cake? Christmas. And you know, even I'll I'll even I'll try I'll it. I'll go to bat for fruit cake. It's better than no cake. All right. That's your holiday snack update. This is from Steven, Seasons Greetings Boogies, longtime listener, first time emailer. Here's a stream of consciousness list of questions I came up with. Uh, you're both involved in a par- approximately 5,000 different podcasts, but what podcasts are you subscribed to? This is sort of like, this is like a media thing. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do the other question here. What are each of your favorite holiday movies? Oh. Any non-spoilery Rise of Skywalker takes? Oh, my God. So, podcasts, uh, I'm a football fan, so I listen to a lot of football podcasts. I like them. I'm not, so I don't listen to football. I listen to arms cube podcasts mm-hmm. hand cube podcasts yeah. if they did have a handball podcast i'd like that uh i i got off social media for and i'm still off for a while and i kind of been not handling the news not reading that so i've backed away from my news podcasts a bit just reading uh listening to a lot of film podcasts um christmas movies i dove deep into some classics this year oh you did christmas in connecticut holiday affair Remember the Night? That oh, one's buddy. really good. I've never heard of some of these. Barbara Stanwyck, Fred McMurray. That one I highly recommend. Well, my holiday movies, Elf is creeping up. I really That's a think goodie. it's a great... That is a goodie. Simple, fun movie. I think Will Ferrell might be at the top of his game Is in that, that the most recent... Like Mariah Carey's Christmas song is the last classic Christmas carol. Yeah. Is this the last classic Christmas film? I don't know of another one. Next to one. Jingle Up My Nose? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Elf is probably... I can't think of another one. Yeah. And here's one that's really just on the downturn. Christmas Vacation. No. No. Have you watched it? Last year. I watched it this year, and it is a dump truck of a movie. No way. It's trash. No, that one's grandfathered in. It's unassailable. You, you can't. You it can't is gar- Chevy Chase is great. I'll say that about Scrooged. Yeah, Scrooged is not very fun. No. 
I want a fun movie at the at the holidays, and I want a little nostalgia. Well, but this doesn't provide either one, really. But you know what does? What? Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, we went and saw it. I loved that movie, and then we saw it again. I've seen it three times. Yeah, I don't understand. I think the problem is people are watching the movies with the internet in mind now, because. I understand, yes, there are issues and all that. I get it. But it reminded me of Return of the Jedi in a way that, no, it doesn't have the depth of some of the others, maybe. Although, right. I don't know. You can make an argument. It just was fun. Yes. And I liked the way it dealt with a lot of things. And I don't know what to say. I've said this before on the Star Wars Minute podcast when you and I were guests on that. Shout out to Pete. Shout out to Alex. Yeah. I'm more, the older I get, the more I just want to have a good time watching what I'm watching. Me too. And that's what this did for me. Yeah. I, the more I think about it, the more I maybe have some issues. I might be able to clear up some of those because on my third it, time viewing. I, but it has more to do with the overall uh, continuity of the three films. Yeah. Well, they obviously didn't sit down and draw. <laughs> they probably should have. A hefty map. No, they should have. But when we want to get into the finer details, maybe we could do that on another podcast. Yeah, could be. But overall, I had a good time. Me too. I had a great time. Got I got year's resolution. big smiles. Yeah. Oh. Even chills. Yeah. And maybe even... Now, I've mentioned I've been a little sentimental yeah. lately. So I, I think Some I maybe tears. even teared up. A little. I definitely teared up because I realized... When Hawks got... Ki- oh. <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Uh, no, C-3PO. I just realized yeah. he's my favorite Star Wars character. That's strange to me. It really is, I know, but it's it has more to do with he's I think he's just unflinchingly honest. He uses his intelligence above violence. He's what well, did I already say loyal? Mm-hmm. He really just wants to help his friends. He's only trying to help the whole time. Yeah. I see myself in him. So, so not Moth Jer Gerard. No, I don't think so. But second Moth Jer Gerard? Yeah, I mean Maybe third. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Nine numb is also another one that what I... What about eight can feel a little bit? Yeah, he's uh, top five. How about one oversensitive? Not in the conversation. How about 10 pretty much dead? That's how I feel most of the time. Matt, you want to talk about Conan at all? So bad I can't sit down. Have you... What's been your favorite guest of the Conan show? Charles Barkley? Well, definitely top three yeah. Oh, I wow. I don't want to oversell this one. Also, because he really gives it to Conan, too, which, you know, if you listen to the podcast, it's always nice to have someone come in there and give it to him. Um, yeah, Charles Barkley, Jeff Goldblum, Timothy Oliphant, David Sedaris. Um, Mila Kunis was really fun, too. That was a really fun episode. Okay. I don't know. Well, Michelle Obama, that was an incredible experience. Yeah, come on. Jeez Louise. Get into it. Yeah. You got to listen to this thing. Yeah, it's been a real journey. This guy says, as of this writing, the Vikings are firmly in the playoff race. This is for me. What are your playoffs? How do you know? He might be talking about the historical historical, culture of The Scandinavian Vikings? Yeah. I don't think the Vikings have a chance in hell of making it past round one in the playoffs. But they're still my team, and I like them. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I care. I don't... I think they do. This is another person who just says, I miss you, and... I have no idea how the shrimps are doing without the show. Mm. There's some of that. We get some of that where people don't know how the team is doing. I feel yeah. like they're fine. This, you know, speaking of Conan, I can barely go to the games because we generally record on Tuesday evenings oh. when the 
So it's interesting that we did finish the podcast because I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. Right. Can you believe that? I think they're doing well. And if you want to check in, you can follow them on social media and they'll yeah. tell you. Uh, my boogies just wanted to say it was great seeing you in Philly for the most recent Super Ego show. It was a great time. Hmm. Speaking of that, we'll be uh, at Sketchfest on the 18th. That's right. And uh, in Portland on the 22nd. 21st. Well, yeah. But we'll be there on the 22nd. Yeah, we're leaving Flying the 22nd. Home. Yeah, we'll be so doing a little be, show in Terminal H. You want to be at the airport. I don't know what time we're leaving. Anyway. So go to the internet to get tickets. Yeah. Also, James Bonding is doing a show on that 19th. At Sketchfest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be part of the Thrilling Adventure show on the night of the 18th. Oh, and I'm going to be doing TED Talks or free TED Talks. Fake TED Talks? Fake TED Talks. Yeah. Some sort of TED Talk. That night, the 18th. But are you preparing for it? I am. I haven't yet, but I... Oh, I, you have to prepare a thing? I thought it was fully improvised. No, it's not that. Oh, um, I, it's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, just go look and see what you can find. Okay. Here's your question. Who is your favorite referee to commentate for? And if it's not Sexy Ref, why? Well, of course it's Sexy It ref. is Sexy Ref. And the dark horse is T-Break. Yeah, he's the long-distant runner-up. And then maybe third place is the guy that gave me a hard time and was sort of in on it. Well, then there's the happy Howard. ref who kept going like, I'm coming back to talk to you. Oh, like he would do that, that little like point yeah. at you. And I love all the refs. Yeah, they're really. Sexy ref will, I mean, by a mile. Yeah. By a country sexy mile. I hope he had a sexy Christmas. You know he did. Santa came down and, well, just think. Um, people listen to, this was from Sarah. Uh, my kids and I love your podcast. Oh, we swear a little bit. Sorry, kids. Um, on a road trip home for the holidays, we listened to the White Elephant episode from 2018. We agreed you should make an episode every year covering this event. My holiday season wouldn't be the same without your cheerful Christmas commentary. I don't think they did it this year. Yeah, and it's... Have you ever heard of it called a Yankee Swap? I've, I, I no. heard something on a different podcast where they maybe they give the gifts and then they go backwards. It doesn't loop around like a true... My white elephant experience is you get number one and you go around and you end with the last person. Hmm. But this version is you start at one, you go to 30, and then you go 30 back down to one. Why did it get called a white elephant? Uh, I don't know. If you know the answer, go ahead and write into the show, pistolshrimpsradio at gmail.com. Donnie Mortelli wants to know... If Matt had any free throw scripture prophesizing things to come in this next decade. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and this, I don't have them. I read them straight from the These book. are from a big, thick, dusty tome. Yeah. Of- this is from the book of Hermeticles. Hermeticles, Pevin H. says, And the landlord comes down from the hibernation zone and gives himself a yard sale degree and graduates to find that the world has come to a flea market understanding and that old wicker tables are now in for money these days. And then it was said that Gilda the Hunch never went to school but learned everything from bonking her head on a camel tee. And that one kid who keeps a little bit of scroll inside a tooth took it out and read it, and one day it just said, shit, I got a cavity where I have a scroll. Feel good Fanny won herself her own Wheel of Fortune wheel on an episode of Price is Wrong. (laughs) Flossless Jim, the in-between Slim, had a Slim Jim in there and... 
Macho the Randy Man Savage came out wearing arm bandanas. So that's pretty much what's going to happen in 2020. <laughs> Bonnie Anderson wants to know. Uh, she said, oh. Hey, is it real quick? Is it fair to say that if we do do this new podcast, a lot of these things will carry over? Yeah, probably. It's like when Letterman went to CBS. He just renamed some things. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. Uh, this person, Bonnie Anderson, said that uh, the show got her into watching basketball. Wow. Which is weird. That was more than we intended. Up till last year, she couldn't stand it. Huh. So she can kind of dig it. Nice. She finds the uh, podcast relaxing. The squeaky shoes in the background help her fall asleep. <laughs> Uh, well, there. Oh, any- it's safe to say our other new podcast could yeah, have an element of that relaxation of squeaky shoes and music. Hama boogie pins, background music. Are those available? I don't think so. I don't know where those came from. They might be Patty Lapel pins. I think they were. So if you go to PattyLapel.com, yeah, which is I think Melissa Stettin's, made them. Uh, enamel pin. Yeah, company, go support her. You might be able to find them there or other Pistol Shrimps merchandise. PistolShrimps.com, maybe. Sure. Yeah, there's merchandise. This person is named Alex. I love you both very much. I'm currently listening to the entire show for the fourth time. Wow. Can't wait to get down Easter Alexis stuck in my head again. I have a serious question. Yeah? How are you both dealing with getting older? How funny. The sore joints, the gray hairs, the crankiness, and the unwillingness to try new things. Well, that- it's strange to think you started this whole thing 38 years ago. See you at home, <laughs> Alex. I think we covered that, but... I am trying to exercise more. Me too. And I'm trying not to be a fat pig, but it's hard. I really just will eat whatever you put in front of me. I'm like yeah. an unsupervised 13-year-old with my dad's credit card. <laughs> you can just... Oh, you, do I want tacos? Great. I'm going to go yeah. get them, and I don't care. Yeah. So I need to get back on the health train a little bit more i have noticed uh, um i had a roommate move in and it's my belly <laughs> you charging rent no he's squatting uh yeah so exercising a little bit uh i just did not foresee the sentimental thing yeah that threw me for a loop and i was already a bit of a softy if i'm being honest right so yeah just basically keeping it together for public purposes you know? yeah I, I went to my mother's dismay i went to a chiropractor this year why my do mom you does not like chiropractors i found out because i was telling her about it and she there said, is some i don't like chiropractors and my mom is a nurse so maybe i shouldn't be going to a chiropractor i know but boy it felt great yeah that's what they say anyway i am dealing with some body issues like my pelvis is twisting i see it yeah oh my god i'm doing that on purpose though oh just to try to rile you up a little bit. <laughs> this guy wants to know, Matt, are you still wait, traumatized? Wait, sorry. The thing about getting old, I was thinking about this the other day. That's another reason I think I like doing this podcast is that if we keep this family together, mm-hmm. we will all grow old together. Like and I don't we'll never die. I don't think we're going to get younger listeners and I don't even think about that. I don't care about that. But if we all stick together as yeah. a podcast family, yeah. We'll just all age together, and our frame of references will go along with each other. Though they'll probably stay back in the '90s as they have been, yeah, and '80s, yeah. Um, Mikkel, this person's name has an umlaut in it. So, oh, anyway, are you still traumatized by the sugar-free gummies? Oh man, probably. You had a moment with those guys, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. Like lost a lining of my stomach. Has Mar- have Margot and Georgia met? They've met through glass, right? Yeah, the dog. Yeah. My dog is a little too uh, 
rambunctious to meet a cat. Though my, other my dog has met other cats. My cat's okay with dogs generally. She's not great with other cats. She's horrible with other cats. Georgia is very pl- uh, play driven. Mm. So if there's an animal around, she wants to play. Mara's very food driven. So if she, well, she'll Georgia's probably try to eat too. The other night, Georgia. we what did we cut? We we cut up some delicious Christmas treats mm. to watch a movie too. Boy, that dog's just right on him. Mm, just, yeah. Hi, do I get one? Oh, yeah. Tell yeah. me about it. This is your life. Oh, this is sort of a random follow-up question. The very next email is, if Sweet Georgia Brown and Margot the Fat Guy teamed up for a movie, what would it be about, and who's number one on the call sheet? Mm. Well, look, I'm not trying to put my cat above your dog, but I just know her vanity. Yeah, like, no, Margot's number one on the call sheet. Yeah. Georgia doesn't care. Margot only cares. Yeah, so yeah. there's that. And the movie is probably, it's like a food heist. It's called Fat Soup. They're just trying to pull this vat of soup out of an old warehouse. <laughs> but they're all, they both have English flat caps on. Yeah, and they're trying to get it past the bird security guards. <laughs> and then there's a raccoon crime boss. And they also at one point do try to break into an old movie studio. <laughs> All right, Matt, it's time for a segment on the Pistol Shrimps radio show that we like to call Cat Talk. Hi, Pistol Shrimps Radio. Love the pod and the team because you're so good at nonsense names. I'm hoping you can give me one for my cat. She was already a year old when I adopted her, so I didn't want to change her name, but now it's blandness eats away at me. Can I have an upgrade to her name, Mitts? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Megan. There you go. Thanks and Merry Holidays, Charlie. Um, let's see here. Scott wants to know, would you guys go on Big Grande's Teacher's Lounge podcast? Would love to hear a Pistol Shrimps radio-based episode of the Bleacher's Lounge or hear some free throw scriptures on the Preacher's Lounge. See you at Fuckman's Leap, Scott. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, man. Bring it on. Call those guys up. (laughs) Don't bother them. Just truly don't bother them. Yeah, but I would do that. Come on. of course. This is from, uh, this is from Dustin Cruft. Oh, I knew this was coming. My boogies. I saw Mark's call for emails. I wanted to take the opportunity to give an update. I'm the guy from the last episode who was feeling real bad because of a personal loss. You guys reached out to me during a very difficult time, and it was like a moment from a movie. Very surreal and extremely moving. I had been in such a funk, and you guys truly helped me make some positive change in my life, including shedding some of my depression pounds and picking some of my hobbies back up. I bought a dang guitar. Hmm. Thanks for being there for me. I hope someday to be able to thank you guys enough. But I suspect it ain't going to happen. Dustin. <laughs> Wait a minute. We were only doing that for valid thanks. Yeah. No. Uh, and then there are no thanks my, necessary. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, no thanks necessary. Yeah. Our pleasure. Truly. Yeah. P.S. My seven-year-old daughter, Zora, loves the Super Ego Predator sketch. I told her I was writing you guys, and she demanded I mention this. You empty them dream catchers? Your name's Zora. Yeah, damn dream catchers. You ever seen what movie was called? You ever go to the clothing store was called Zora? The Explorer? Dad, leave my friend alone. Your friend says she come over here to hang out with me and that you could go die in a tornado. We're trying to watch Netflix. Looks like Netflix trying to watch you. Dad, can you leave us alone? Yeah. How much? Just for the rest of the night? No, how much you worth it? I don't know. Predator. (laughs) Predator. 
this person wants to know how that team white elephant party went. I don't know. I don't know that it happened. I don't think it happened this year. I think they had a small gathering, but Amanda was too busy to go, and I was working, I think. I think sometimes that white elephant thing is real tiresome. It's exhausting. It can be. My family does it. How's that go? Well, let's just say we got some different types in our family. Josiah Duff says, Merry Sap Day. And that comes from me on the Instagram account. I was saying, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Sap Day. Oh, I wish Do you celebrate sap. sap Day? I will if it involves maple syrup. Maple syrup, the best. I have a couple moon thoughts. Just want to thank you for Pistol Shrimps Radio. I listened to every episode three times. Wow. I it wonder was if my anybody's go-to listened... when I run the Wella podcast dry. Do you think anyone's listened through more than four times? I hope That so. sounds like to me the most I've heard. Also, I don't mean to be all pluggy, but speaking of moon thoughts, there's a whole brand new season of Super Ego coming on the 8th, and I believe it's the second or third episode has a new Roy Cabris yeah. sketch. I don't know how many moon thoughts there are, but... There's no moon thoughts, but... There's a helicopter there's a, ride. There's a spiritual moon thought. <laughs> um, Matt, I've listened to all of James Bonding and both We Trust series without ever seeing any of the movies you discuss. Wow. <laughs> now I've seen Casino through Skyfall. Oh, nice. How many hours of podcasting do you think you have? I'll clarify to hours that have been released. I'm also making an Illustrator doc ad compiling all your scriptures into a biblical template. Oh my Can't God. wait to show you guys. That's exciting. Uh, also, okay, no so idea. let's cover this. No how many idea. hours? I don't know how many episodes. You're have... way above me. But I don't know. I mean, what? No, I know you are because you've done 100 episodes of I Was There Too. Yeah. And you've done James Bonding. And Probably about 100 or Voorhees, at least of those. The Voorhees and Myers shows. Pistol Shrimps Radio. Pistol Shrimps, Super Ego. Complete Man. Complete Man, yeah. Andy Daly's. I don't know if you count like that or... Conan. I mean, I'm not really counting that. I'm just a voice in the darkness. I, I I don't mean to sound highfalutin when I say this, but I always think of these things as our job really is to just sit down and do this stuff. And I don't really think about... It's your job to count how many hours we're doing. Listeners, yeah. yeah. It's, you, it's your job to keep e- track. Every, are, are you listeners filling out your podcast blogs? You need to fill them out. Yeah, how are you going to get paid? Yeah surveymonkey.com or whatever it is and go on there and, and and keep track how do you do your taxes no but truly i think your job and my job as people who do this kind of thing is to just make it yep you don't have any power over we make it you break it yeah we don't have any power over who listens or how much they listen or how much we make we just make it because you could be writing all these emails for all i know i'm not these are from people well i wrote them in uh, this person also thinks we should do a podcast completely on drafting things like casting mask or drafting a Kubitsch movie. You, you. There who, is a podcast that does drafts. Taron Killen mentioned yeah, yeah. yeah. After we did the James Bonding one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is one that does it. They draft all kinds of stuff. We could, that's, that's a format we might be able to work into our new podcast. Yeah, it could happen. Making the perfect. Um, Mark, the perfect. What makes the perfect? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. A lot of intrigue here, man. I know. It's fun. You got to tease it. Which probably never do. This it. guy, Corey, wants to know what my dog was thinking about saying when I did a little Instagram video. 
I don't know. Probably give me a goddamn treat. Let me out of this car. <laughs> Why are you holding that weird black thing all the Where's time? Where's my Frisbee? Um, oh, great question from Tyler here. I want to know what your dream supergroup lineup is. Like chicken foot, but actually good. <laughs> Anyways, I hope your holidays I hope your holidays are merry and your holidays are hairy. <laughs> Harry Holidays. That's the name of my supergroup. Harry Holidays? Yeah. Wow, super group like rock. It's oh, hard. It's oh, just a I'd hard have to thing think to about that. I guess. Mm, I guess. Oh, man, maybe we'll have to start another show that has that. That's probably already a thing too. We call it Grouper Soup. Grouper Soup. Yeah. Allison Pemberton just says Happy Christmas. I know that name. About four fifty. Oh, right. She's just writing into the show oh, to say happy Christmas. Oh, she misses us. That's right. She left. She, she moved, moved to London. She moved to jolly old England. Oh, hi, Allison. This is... Uh, uh, Verizon. What was it? Verizon Unlimited plan, <laughs> but 450 minutes. And you, what, you can use as many of the 450 minutes as you like. <laughs> and then what was the other nickname we came up with? The late one? Randall Tex Cop. <laughs> Tom here wants to know, hey, I'm 32 with a severely receding hairline. Should I just commit and shave it all? Or should I hang on to what a little I have left? I think do a comb over, but totally forward. So it just goes over your forehead and the rest is bald behind. Like a hair curtain. That's what I did until I shaved, started shaving my head. Yeah. And I'm thinking about going back to it. You should. Yeah. I honestly don't. That's a, it's a sensitive subject for, for boys. Yeah. I just had to start shaving it. Yeah. I don't really have a choice. I think whatever makes you feel best and anyone else can, yeah. quote, go, go screw. Uh, happy sap day. What'd you guys think of Skywalker? Got it. Already did it. What did Irvin Kirshner think of A Rise of Skywalker? Um, Did I direct that? No, you didn't. I should have. Yeah. You've got the Goblin Man. You've got, you've got Quinoa Jin. His voice just in there, floating in the ether, along with Obi-Wan, Yoder the Groblin Man. Obi-Wan and Yoder the Groblin Man. (laughs) Uh, What did Jim Skywalker from the Macy's window display think of Rise of Skywalker? I wasn't able to see it, and I don't know what that voice was. (laughs) Uh... Who do we have to talk to about getting you guys on The Mandalorian? They have a comedian of the week. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'll do it. Not me. Of course Thanks. I will. That's but from Matt Drum. I want to play. What would you play on there? I mean, I was pretty jealous. I picked Jason Sudeikis' voice out oh, of that biker right away. scout. Right away. It's more his cadence. I'd actually want to be a heavily made up alien you rather would? than a stormtrooper because then you're actually going to see my eyes. It's maybe mm. my number one beef with Mandalorian. I want, I, I want my eyes to, they're the window to the soul. So you're cool with Zori Bliss. Not really. You got to see her eyes at some point. For two seconds. She has bewitching eyes. Sure does. We bitching eyes. (laughs) Uh, Rank the Star Wars movies in a funny voice. (laughs) And then squeeze in some basketball references. And then and only then may Pistol Shrimps Radio go out to pasture for the long sleep of the ages. Well, that's not what's happening. From worst to first. (laughs) Attack of the Clones. Duo, a Star Wars song. What? Are you, are we, I, Attack of the Clones. 
Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, I know. Don't fat me. Um, I, I, are we doing like Rogue One and I don't Solo? know. Yes. Okay. And then I got to go Last Jedi. Yeah, I'm there with you. So far, pretty good. And then I guess I go Solo. Mm. Then I guess... I guess I do Fourth Awakens, mm-hmm. and then Hello, Recency Bias, Rise of Skywalker. Okay, controversial hot take. Rogue One. That's where Return of the Jedi goes. Star Wars. Return of the Jedi. Oh. Empire Strikes Back. Look, I'm not choosing best over worst. Oh, and Dikembe Mutombo. Right. Because there's a basketball reference for you. Thank you. Dan Fouts. Those are just the ones I have the most fun watching. You know, like I put View to a Kill over Thunderball. (laughs) Cosmically, that doesn't check out, but personally, it does. This person, Jim, wants to know, they brought their 14-year-old son to the show in Philadelphia, the Super Ego show. Oh. They said that was nice. That's good. What's the upper limit of what you do for a Klondike bar? I wouldn't buy a Klondike bar. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat ice cream. Russell Whitney, normally I'd shower with you compliments and thank you for podcasting my brain back to the... Aut- what? My wife and I are expecting our first child in March, a boy, and are struggling with names. I once saw Mark and Sweet Georgia Brown on Instagram. Once I saw them, I knew who could help and who who would approach this request with the highest order of reverence. My only request is that our name doesn't force him into life as a weird mall kid. Well, that does undoes Tammany, the Spencer Gifts patron. Yeah. I also would, would consider Megan from the hot dog on a stick pit. Merle Norman, uh, Laura Ashley. These are some other names I was thinking of. Yeah, I was also thinking of Apple Store. <laughs> um, have you thought about um, Sharper Image, the kid? Do the shrimps play the zone or man-to-man defense better? We have no idea. How dare you ask no a clue. question like that? Uh, this is a long one. Oh, buddy. So much. Uh, buddy, how, how deep are we into these? Uh, we got a long way to go. Should we, so do, we a might have to do a two-parter? Yeah, poo That's tartar. fine with me. Should we do a poo tartar? You want to do a poo tartar? Yeah. You put it right on your fish sticks? Hello, so bad you can't sit down. Well, let's. I guess we'll end on Jenny Nelson's long email. Nanny Jelson. Hey, Matt and Mark, long time, first time, big fan of the show and your work. Thanks for the mailbag episodes. It's great to hear your voices spouting nonsense again in my ear holes. I work in IT at a school, and ages ago now, I was on a phone call with Kyle, who was my technical (laughs) account manager at a software company. Randomly, he insisted that I listen to Pistol Shrimp Radio. Wow. At the time, I'd never heard a podcast in my life. Wait, who did this? The AT&T guy? I work in IT at a school. I was on oh, the, the phone IT with guy. Kyle, who was my technical account manager. I see. So she, this Jenny was on the phone with her boss or manager? I think the person... Or a, a client, maybe. Okay. He randomly insisted that I listen. At the time, I'd never heard a podcast in my life, but I figured I'd give it a go. Can you imagine we're someone's first podcast? Jesus Christ, What no. must you think of podcasts? Yeah, I don't know. 
You must be so sad to listen to some of these interview-based shows. That's like, do you want to do you want to know what a movie is? Here, a racer head. <laughs> I figured I'd give it a go because we had several other common interests. I obviously adored it. Who wouldn't? And henceforth, Kyle became a boogie, and I his, and we bonded over the show. Then one day, I got an email from his software company that said I had a new technical account manager. I asked what happened to Kyle. And I was told he didn't work there anymore. <laughs> he was put in an internment camp. I was so bummed. And while I know I had thanked him for telling me about Pistol Shrimps Radio, that was three and a half years ago now, and I still feel like I owe him a debt. Owe him a debt. Due to my exposure to this show, I started listening to many other comedy podcasts that bring laughter to every single day of my life. Hence, to my boogie, Kyle Skerich, if you're listening. Thank you for telling me about these two whack jobs and their goofy show. Thanks to all the giggling and LOLs that ensued, my days have been so much happier. I hope you're well. I miss talking to you. And please go screw your bug, the Jenny. Well, Matt. I love this. This is a good way to end the first half of our mailbag. This is a true Pistol Shrimps missed connections. Kyle Skerich, if you are out there, it's Kyle like... Kyle. Kyle Skarich. It really is like a... It might be where Kubich went to college. <laughs> Kubich no go to college. Oh, you didn't? Did you go to a trade school? Or? Yeah, BCR repairs. Okay, and how's that going? Do you Pretty good. Yeah? How many... Are you repairing a lot of BCRs? None of them ever broke. Oh, you fixed them so good they didn't break? Yes. Or did they not break out of the pack? Okay. Anyway, Kyle. S-K-A-R-I-C-H. Carl, Kyle Skarich. If you're out there, Kyle. Jenny is looking for you. Because we're going to do a second part of this. Maybe you'll hear it by then and write in. We'll be looking for it. Kyle, if you're listening, write into Pistol Shrimps Radio. We're going to reconnect you guys. We're going to connect you to Jenny. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah. What a way to bring in 2020. (sighs) Guys, together, we're going to have a good year. The whole Pistol Shrimps family. We need a name for our family. Yeah. If you have ideas, write in because we got 53 more emails to go through. Oh, my goodness. And there's going to be more. Because now people are going to know that we're going to read every single one. We'll never catch up. I don't think we will. I mean, maybe we will. Who knows? Yeah. Also, my email box is just going to have 53, that little um, the notification oh, thing. Oh, drive the me crazy. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, we got to record another one pretty soon. Yeah. So I can get this down to inbox zero. I understand that. Matt, you got any New Year's resolutions that you're making? Yeah. Amanda and I make... A list. We did 19 for 2019. We're going to do 20 for 20. 20 resolutions? Yeah, now some of them are, they're not all like big things necessarily. Quit leaving cut up limes all over the house? (laughs) Is that going to be one of them? Well, that'll never change. Uh, You know, they can be little things like we do this thing called, I can say it because she's not in the room, Mm -hmm. Dayton Nacht. Oh, yeah. Do you know about this? You did tell me about this. Yeah. But tell the people. Well, if or is you, it a secret? No, it's fine because I I suggest people try it. You you get when you say that word when you invoke it's that a word, word. Dayton Nacht D A T E N A C H T. And is that a German word or is that a? I just you, made it's it made up. up. Yeah. Uh, that you both you have to order an Uber right then or a Lyft. And you have until that thing gets there to get as dressed up as possible and go out on a nice dinner date. Are you calling the ride share and sending it to the nice classy restaurant in town? Yeah, because whoever invokes the name gets to pick the restaurant. Where they're going. Yeah. Now, you can veto a date and knock, but it is virtually unheard of. 
And if you do, because you only get like, you get to pick how many Dayton knocks you get per year. But if you veto one, you lose one of your Dayton knock invocations. And you can, if you run out of Dayton knocked invocations, you run out of vetoes. So you have to choose wisely. This is a lot like NFL coaches' challenges. Definitely. Um, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. And so then, that's part of your resolution package. Also, we found that when you have to get ready in under four minutes, and we're talking like we usually dress, blazer, tie, that kind of thing. You Amanda, end up, too? Yep. Yep. We're both in a dress and a blazer and a tie. You end up looking better than if you took an hour to get ready. Is that Because true? you can't question it. And you're often walking out the door with an untied tie and a belt in one loop. Okay. Because you're like, I can do those in the car. Right. You, know I mean? <laughs> you can worry about stuff while Leon is driving you to Salisbury Steakhouse. That's right. Leon Russell. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do an, a, any resolution. I rarely do it. I probably yeah. should. I've got a few already. I read a lot about you got to write down your goals because what if you don't, they're just farts in the wind well i never have because i don't believe in that sort of thing of like oh i gotta rely on this turn of the year well i'll just do it if i want to do it right but you don't so you just manifest whatever it is you don't need to write it down and but now i do because amanda and i have this shared experience where the first of every month we get out our little 20 for 20 journals and we go what have we done and what will we do this month like what's realistic to do you have this a month? checklist to check off yeah yeah and we have a couple's one. Oh, so you do personal ones and i'm yeah, boy, I'm just a slob. One we didn't get to this year for the couples. Uh huh. This was her choice. Do aerial yoga, like the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Uh huh. It's led by flounder. <laughs> yeah, and fully underwater. Urgula the sea bitch comes in. Uh huh. <laughs> and you got to strap yourself to King Triton's trident, and you have to. Um, Fiddle about with your dingle hopper. And then this guy Eric shows up and is like, why don't you sing me a twinkle, twinkle little star or some shit? Yeah. And then you're rowboat Sam. We did aero yoga on our honeymoon in Hawaii, and I actually really liked it. Are you in a helicopter? What do you, what no, is, you're in these, like... Are you in slings? Slings. These yeah. hanging slings. Silks? Silks, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about all that. But I know it felt less like exercise and more like... Sexercise? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's get out of here. You it's got New it. New Year's Eve for crying out loud. Yeah, enjoy your word of the day calendar for 2020. Thanks. Enjoy your number of the night calendar. I'm the number of the night. I'm dark eight. By the way, Amanda calls joker dark joker why i don't know this newest one the yeah. joaquin phoenix i think because she thinks it's connected to dark knight and it really isn't no she goes let's watch dark joker did you watch the dark joker yeah i just saw it yeah yeah what'd you think of that yeah, guy it's fine yeah yeah it wasn't didn't do a lot for me yeah. who's your uh, who's your batman like my batman yeah who's who are you picking as your batman well Adam West? I think so. Yeah. I, I like Christian Bale because I like those movies. I don't... Do I? I think I do. That's hard for me to not say Michael Keaton. I don't think the perfect Batman's ever really been found, to be honest. What about Will Arnett? 
Oh, as Lego Batman? Yeah. Kevin Conroy? I mean, no, we're talking movie Batman. You need to see the guy. I think John Hamm would have been a good Batman. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it. What about Batman? That's actually, that, he's my Batman. I think he'd be great. He'd be a great Batman. They Why should don't get they Batman. use him? Yeah. Yeah, it's not that bad out right now. He doesn't have that much to do. Batman. Batman, if you're listening to the show. Go fight Dark Joker. Please. But in the movies. Yeah. Or real life, if in life. Both. We'll film it, and yeah. then we'll make it into a movie. Right. It'll be a documentary. Absolutely. All right, my boogies. This has been Pistol Shrimps Radio, the last podcast of the decade. My name is Derek Timms. And my name is Rabian Solagash Bondolios Mancabo, the Ostio Stana Calodo de Renches Begalak, Nuruvo Tenudos, the Doom Goocher. Will someone please do a cross stitch of that?